Orlando makes me smile. News from the world's vacation capital. Hello, I'm Mariana Evanstein. Walt Disney World, Universal Orlando Resort, and SeaWorld Orlando are household names all over the world. But there are in fact more than 100 other exciting attractions in the greater Orlando area. Just 45 minutes east of the city, for example, the gigantic rockets of Kennedy Space Center loom up into the sky. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome aboard. On behalf of the National Aeronautics and Space Administration, I'd like to welcome you to the Kennedy Space Center tour. A bus tour takes visitors right up to the workstations of astronauts and rocket engineers, as former astronaut John McBride explains. Normally, we'll take you out and show you the uh, vertical assembly building where we put all these rockets together with their tanks and boosters and then take you out for a quick look at the launch pads and then over to the uh, Apollo Saturn Center where there's a full-scale Apollo Saturn V on display for you to spend time there and during the uh, entry process you can go through the firing room where we launch these rockets. It's the uh, same firing room that was here for the real purpose. Three, two, one, and liftoff, liftoff. The Kennedy Space Center is where space history was made. Ever since 1962, men and women have been traveling into space from Cape Canaveral. This is where all the famous space missions originated. Gemini, Mercury, Apollo, as well as the space shuttles. Now visitors can come here and experience for themselves what it feels like to launch into space. Trainees report to simulator. Trainees report to simulator. We have an attraction right here, but we call it our shuttle launch experience. Well, we'll get you in the vertical position, just like the astronauts on their back for launch, and we'll lift you off, and in about four or five minutes, we'll put you in the simulated space. And it's about as close as you can get to being launched into space, so don't miss that. Technology continues to evolve in outer space as well as on the ground, as the former astronaut outlines. The Kennedy Space Center Visitors Complex will get bigger and better. So one of the things we're going to do, of course, is to incorporate a retired space shuttle into the visitor's experience here, where you'll get to get up close to a space shuttle, and, I mean, almost like you can feel it and touch it. A hands-on combination of fun and science is also to be found at the Orlando Science Center. The interactive science park section is a definite favorite with visitors from all over the world. Director Jeff Stanford reports. You have an echo tube. Here your sound is magnified. You can climb inside a hurricane. You can drive a flight simulator. We can go up to our Planet Our Universe uh, Earth and Space Science exhibit, insert yourself into a weather forecast, or explore a black hole, or drive a Mars rover. Just how exciting the combination of science and technology can be is clear to see at the experimental indoor attraction WonderWorks on International Drive. Even from the outside, you can tell WonderWorks is a unique experience as the five-story structure has been built upside down for a very special reason, as director Jackie Vasquez reveals. The idea is that the attraction, it, it was once a top-secret laboratory located in the Bermuda Triangle, and there a group of scientists were working together to try to find answers to the unexplainable. They had created a tornado, and something went terribly wrong, and the power of the tornado was unleashed throughout the laboratory, and so it lifted it all the way from the Bermuda Triangle and landing here on International Drive. 
And that's the story. I'm sticking to it. <laughs> Once inside the WonderWorks building, visitors can participate in similar exciting experiments. Everything is science-based, but very interactive, very fun. You're actually going to do the experience as opposed to just looking and watching. So you can feel winds at 71 miles per hour. You can feel a 5.3 earthquake. You can lie on a bed of 3,500 nails and even design and ride your own roller coaster. The latest attraction is a 4D theater with moving seats and a wind machine, taking visitors on a simulated roller coaster ride through a landscape of deep canyons. Racing fans will certainly find themselves at the center of the action at the Richard Petty Driving Experience. All right, everybody, welcome to the Richard Petty Driving Experience in Orlando, Florida. Thousands of race fans in attendance. Race fans, may make some noise. Richard Petty is known as the American King of Stock Cars. He has won more than 200 races and seven NASCAR championships. In Orlando, motorsports enthusiasts can follow in his tracks. Basically, the Richard Petty Driving Experience uh, offers people that uh, have never driven a race car the opportunity to come out and experience a 600-horsepower stock car on a uh, proper race course. Says Tommy King, himself a successful stock car driver, who enjoys passing on his skills to the visitors. Totally different types of engines are powered up at Polk City, about an hour west of Orlando. Welcome to Fantasy of Flight. If you like history and aircraft or either, you'll be like a pig in slop, I assure you. Prepare for the wow factor. This is how Dave Collins, dressed in a pilot's outfit from the 1920s, greets visitors at Fantasy of Flight. Entertainment manager Peg O'Keefe describes the attraction. Fantasy of Flight is the world's greatest aircraft collection, and we say that with pride. But one of the big differences between Fantasy of Flight and other aircraft collections is that our airplanes fly, and we fly one every day pull it out and set it to the air where it really belongs. Before takeoff, Dave Collins leads visitors through an enormous hangar. This is where the jewels are to be found. You're talking about a Ford Tri-Motor. This is entitled the City of Philadelphia. It was actually christened by Gloria Swanson in 1929. But it is a movie star, having been used in the film Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. But the most exciting adventure awaits outside the huge hangar an old double-decker with a stuttering engine and whirling propellers, as Peg O'Keefe explains. I always say the best ride in Central Florida is flying with the Waldo Wright Flying Service right off of our uh, ramp here. There's room for four people in it, and you have an open cockpit aircraft ride that it will stay with you for the rest of your life. You'll laugh, you'll cry. It is stunning. Visitors can leave the skies and set sail to the sea inside another attraction on International Drive in the heart of the entertainment district. This is where sales director John Scully and his team present the dramatic history of the most legendary cruise ship of all time. Titanic the Experience is probably the first sort of Titanic-related attraction that's actually done it more from the people's perspective. Most of the artifacts that we have, a lot of it are from the people, from the ship before it sank. We have some things from the ship from when it sank and the aftermath, but we've tried to tap into a lot more of the human aspect of it. So when you come on a tour through Titanic, we will be portraying people from the ship and telling you the story from that person's perspective. An actress plays the part of Madeline Astor, the wife of one of the wealthiest passengers on board the Titanic. Today's April 10, 1912. This is actually the first stop for Titanic. And then tomorrow morning it'll be Queenstown, Ireland. And then it's off for New York we go. This is how Madeline Astor leads visitors to a replica of the bridge and shows them the ornate wooden staircase leading up to the first class deck. 
During the guided tour, guests become more and more immersed in the personal fate of the passengers. You get a ticket with the name of a passenger or a crew member on board. It's sort of somebody you represent as you go through. And at the very end of the tour, we have a huge wall that has all the classes listed in alphabetical order. And you get to find out if that person was fortunate or not. From the depth of the ocean, visitors can return to breathtaking heights by simply driving north from International Drive to downtown Orlando. Orlando City Center can be explored in some very unusual usual ways, as Dave and Barber from the Orlando City Council describes. We do rooftop tours, and this is something that's really exciting. You know, we, people really go up to the top of some of our buildings, and they take a 360 view of our downtown. I mean, they get really excited about what's happening. Again, to see, you know, a strong urban destination, Lake Yola in the background, the Amway Center, uh, the new Performing Arts Center. I mean, this is all so important to downtown, and it, it's, it's very picturesque. You can take great pictures of, of the city, so it's the place for you. But downtown Orlando looks just as appealing from down below, Dave and Barber explains. Lake Yola is certainly the crown jewel of the city of Orlando. Lake Yola is just so iconic, so when you visit downtown Orlando, certainly stroll uh, within Lake Yola Park around our beautiful fountain. We've got a number of great species of swans located at Lake Yola Park. You know, it's on all of our street signs, our postcards, because it's just so picturesque. Picturesque is just the right word to describe another one of Orlando's special attractions, a journey into a fairy tale of 1001 Nights. The replica of a Moorish castle is the backdrop for dinner attraction Arabian Nights. While guests enjoy their dinner, elegant horses and acrobatic riders portray an oriental story of adventure and magic, as writer Daniel Jordan describes. Abracadabra has told Shahrazad uh, stories about cowboys, Indians, about uh, gypsies, and now Shahrazad gets to see all those different horses and, and characters come to life. Uh, right before our eyes. But Arabian Nights is more than just a dinner show. Director Audrey Paget explains. We like to think of ourselves as an attraction. We're really trying to cultivate some other experiences. We're working on a performer for a day experience where children and their families can upgrade and come in during the day and have one-on-one -on -one time with some of our trainers and horses and learn what it really takes to be a performer here at Arabian Nights. There's just no end to the wide array of Orlando attractions, with new ones emerging each year. The biggest new addition in 2011 is the opening of Legoland Florida, just west of Orlando. Manager Kim Eisman reports. Legoland Florida is Central Florida's newest family full day attraction. And it's 50 rides, shows and attractions. So you'll have a whole bunch of different things to do. Uh, we have nine zones, so each zone is differently themed. We'll have a castle area, we'll have an adventure area, we'll have fun city area. So everything has a different theme and something different, whether it's a show or a ride for the people to do. But Legoland Florida is not just the largest Legoland in the world. It also has its own special American characteristics. The thing for us that will be unique is we'll have a Florida miniland. So we'll highlight some of the key Florida areas like Key West, Panama City, Central Florida. You'll see all of those areas built out of Lego, about 25 million Lego to construct the whole miniland area. New attractions keep popping up in and around Orlando with no end in sight. According to Visit Orlando's Chief Marketing Officer, Danielle Courtney, the continuous development of new attractions is what makes the destination so attractive for visitors. We say it takes 67 days to see everything in Orlando, but people want to come back and back, but they want to try new things. So that's why it's always so important for parks like Legoland to open, because that gives people reason to come back, a reason to experience something new, and, you know, put us back on the list. 
With more than 100 attractions, 176 golf courses, over 20 spas, and a shopping area the size of 676 football fields, it may seem a challenge to decide which activities to include in an Orlando holiday. Danielle Courtney offers the following piece of holiday planning advice. We say the best thing is use Orlando as the hub. Take a look at your party and what they're interested in. That's going to really dictate how you experience your trip because what a couple may go and they may want to ride every roller coaster and do it all in one day. If you have younger children, it may be character interaction. So really it's important to look at that travel party size. So how does that all play into what you're going to choose for your vacation, what's going to be primary? And then look at what fits your specific travel. On visitorlando.com, travelers can find a new holiday planning tool to help them choose the perfect activities to match their travel party. Alternatively, you could stay for 67 days or return each year to experience something new. That's clearly the best way to make sure you won't miss any of Orlando's new attractions. Orlando makes me smile. For more information, go to visitorlando.com.